We are House Atreides. There is no call we do not answer. There is no faith that we betray. Smile, Gurney. I am smiling. The Emperor asks us to bring peace to Arrakis. House Atreides accepts! How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Film Code. My name is Phoenix Cloudon, and we are joined by two of our co-hosts this morning. Please welcome back to the show, Zach Sneath. Zach, how are you, bro? I'm doing good, man. I'm uh, really excited to get to talk about this movie, and it's got to be here, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. Absolutely, and also joined by the master of disaster himself. Brandon, Brandon, how are you, sir? <laughs> and I'm good, Phoenix, man. It, it's crazy. It's like, I, I feel like this review has just been like, I want to say years, but like months in the making. I feel like the Probably movie we're a talking year, about. At least. I, it, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's like the movie we're talking about now is like one of, if not the biggest release of the year, maybe so either so far or of just straight up of the year. So getting to hop on and just chat about this movie is super exciting. Um, that movie in question, we, we are talking about Dune. If you guys haven't seen the title already, it's just a play. So um, we had a lot to unwrap, a lot to talk about. So Phoenix, how are you doing, buddy? I am great, actually. I'm in a really good mood. We're talking Dune. Now, I want to start off by saying that when this movie was announced, uh, or not even announced. I, I, I think like when we um, we were doing our most anticipated movies of, of coming up and uh, Doom was not on my list. It was not. Uh, I was not terribly excited for Doom. And then that second trailer hit and all of a sudden my excitement shot to the moon. I was like, yeah, I want to see everything this movie has to offer. planet Arrakis is so beautiful when the sun is low. Rolling over the sands, you can see spice in the air. The outsiders ravage our lands in front of our eyes. Their cruelty to my people is all I've known. What's to become of our world? A boy. <laughs> Duncan, can I trust you with something? Yes, always, you know that. I've been having dreams about a girl on Arrakis. I don't know what it means. Dreams make good stories. But everything important happens when we're awake. Hey, you, you want some muscle? I did? No. We are House Atreides. There is no call we do not answer. There is no faith that we betray. Smile, Gurney. I am smiling. The Emperor asks us to bring peace to Arrakis. House Atreides accepts! I know you. There's only a way of hanging my mind. You need to face your fears. human they're brutal the duke's son sees too much um so stupid excited i went and saw it in theaters on a gigantic screen which i gotta tell you is the only way to experience this movie i mean you can watch it at home but it's not it's not the same <laughs> like, it, doesn't, it doesn't hit the same it does all. not hit the same like you gotta see this in a theater it's ridiculous ridiculous in a theater uh, so let's 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 dive into it. Non spoiler right away. Zach, why don't you kick us off? What were your uh, thoughts? I would say before you went in, like what was your level of uh, excitement or anticipation for Dune? 
And how did you feel walking out? Okay. So walking in to Dune, um, obviously this is one of the most talked about movies that was supposed to be released. So I'm not going to lie. I think maybe I set my expectations higher than not that it was a bad movie, not that it was a, a even a good movie. It was a great movie. However, I think what I was expecting for it to be was different than actually what I went and saw. I don't know if you guys experienced the same thing. Um, overall, in the movie, when I'm watching it, um, first of all, I did make a mistake of like sleeping two hours the night before. So, uh, and if you're if you're if you're watching Dune, um, I highly recommend that uh, you get a good night's sleep because that first half is a little slow to pick up if you're not a Dune fan. Um, you're trying to understand what's going on. There's a lot of names being thrown around, a lot of different like world building aspects of who's who, what's what. And for me, that was really hard for me to like keep my attention only because I was not fully awake as I probably could have been. And so it was really difficult for me to follow along at first. Um, overall though, like I would say it is a, it is a great movie in general, as far as I feel like this is like, I'm watching star Wars coming out for the first time mm. and like, it's a whole new world, you know? So I think that moving forward, it's going to be awesome as I understand more. Um, but as far as um, watching it for the first time, I do have to say my expectations were set a little different maybe than what I actually saw come on life to or come to life on screen. Um, overall though, like the visuals are beautiful, like music, beautiful. I love a lot of things they did with that movie. It was just a lot of world building and storytelling in the beginning. And I just recommend that if you're watching it, you make sure that you're fully awake to pay attention to it and try to understand it. And even All right. your thoughts uh, coming, going into Dune and, and coming out of Dune. All right. So um, for right off the bat, I want to say, please go see this in theaters. Um, Zach and I got to see this in IMAX and just my viewing experience was like fantastic. Um, me personally, I was satisfied with what we got. But at the same time, not like I feel like the trailers tricked us in a way that we would have gotten a lot more than we got. Because like, like not to dip, I'm not dipping too much into spoilers here. Like a lot of the things that we got in the trailer are literally just vision scenes. And like, I'm like, damn, we didn't get that in the, in the full film. Like we didn't see that unravel. So I'm like, come on, you guys teased us out that in the trailer. So um Overall, I was pleased with this because if you look like this is our or, this is our basically origin story to Lord. This is like our Lord of the Rings and Star Wars of 2021. Just kicking off a universe. The world building was just there. Everything was being set up and then it just ends. So <laughs> like as a I, I feel like I feel like when the sequel comes out eventually five years with oh my God, and I, we're going to have to wait so long for the sequel. Um <laughs> when the sequel eventually does come out and we're going to have a final, a final story to wrap up, I feel like my thoughts will, my thoughts on this will be a lot better than, than I think right now. And that's not to say that I'm thinking poorly of this film right now. Cause I think it was really good, but yeah, I'm excited to dive into spoilers with you guys. If you guys are ready, unless Phoenix, if you want stuff, if you have some stuff to talk about. Yeah. Like I said, like this wasn't the, the, highest uh anticipated movie on my list uh way back when it, it started to get more and more anticipated as a lot of the movies that i was hyped for kind of came out and fell by the wayside and stuff like that so doom just shot up by the time i was walking into the theater i was like giddy i'm like oh my god i can't wait to see this movie <laughs> yeah because like reality finally sets in shoot i'm here yeah yeah and like I had a great time. Like, I mean, a great time with this movie. You you guys both hit the nail on the head. Like this, like, I wish I could have been there in, in 19. What was it? 1976, 77, when, when Star Wars came out. This is exactly what this feels like. It's like a whole new world, a whole new, you know, universe that we're, we're witnessing being built right before our eyes and that's that in itself is so incredibly exciting and so genuinely like 
amazing. Like I'm really, mm-hmm. really hype for that. As I walked out of Doom, I was more like, I'm still hyped for that future, like of what could happen in this world. But this movie was a lot of flair and a lot of, uh, you know, style and just and there's there's like hints of more. It's just like where this film goes and where it leaves off. It, it, it It's like a tease. <laughs> it's like a tease. I completely it, agree. Right. It's like it's like here's a little taste of something that gets you good and hungry. And now you're going to have to wait almost two to three years for the rest of the story. So like that was my only thing with doing was like everything about it has me very hyped for what could be. And it is beautiful. It's a gorgeous film. But. Give me more. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and it's more. So that's where I'm at with it. So why don't we go ahead and break the seal and let's talk spoilers. Brandon, why don't you kick us off? Uh, What were you? I guess. Yeah. Um, th- all right. So my initial thoughts for this were spoilers included. Um, I saw this, like, not to say that it is on this level. It just felt like Star Wars Attack of the Clones to me. Uh, mm-hmm. And the fact of, like, I'm not saying, because I, I hate Attack of the Clones, <laughs> but I, lo- I, I really enjoy Dune. That's not to say I hate this film. I feel like in the style-wise, it's like Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones is literally just a bunch of walking and talking a little bit pieces of action here and there, but just a lot of walking and talking and uh, an exposition and dialogue. And that's exactly what this film was. So like, I'm fine with that because you need to set up a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that needs to get explained. Um, I feel like, I feel like if we end up reading the book, if I feel, feel end up reading the book, um, I'll understand a lot more. And I also do need to do a rewatch, but the world building overall of like setting up Arrakis, um, talking about the emperor without even showing him, which is, I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, Dave Batista's character and his role in this film. Um, everybody's performances were great. Um, I just need further explanation as to why just Oscar Isaac just decided to, his character just uh, decided to just randomly kill himself in the movie. And there's just a lot of questions than answers for me. So I feel like I will eventually need to end up going back and rewatching this film, whether it be in theaters or HBO max, but overall I was satisfied with the performances we got. And, um, Timothy Chalamet, man, as Paul, he knocked it out of the damn park. Like I was not expecting because I, I'm not a huge Timothy Chalamet fan. So, I'm like, yeah, maybe he'll be okay. He knocked it out of the park, man. Mm. Like, like his, 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 the way he portrays some things, like when, uh, when, when he knows his father's dead, um, his, his, his acting from that scene was great. Um, when he finds, when he sees Duncan, his, like his role model getting killed, I'm like, damn, man, this, this hit the hits. Yeah. But Uh, like, it sucks for the sequel that like so many of these top build cast that was introduced in this won't be back for the sequel. Josh Brolin, Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa all won't return. I'm like, shit. Yeah. I want to touch on what you just, you said a couple of things. I I definitely agree with first off the performances. Oh man, (laughs) man. If nothing else kept you engaged in this, in this film, Damn it if Timothy Chalamet and Rebecca Ferguson and Oscar Isaac and Josh Brolin, I mean, these guys brought it. Like, like brought it. This was some of the like the I was just like, yo, for for a film to be set in the fictional year of 10,191 <laughs> on an island called Caladan on the planet Arrakis, man, I was invested. I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, man, these guys, I mean, they took it. They took it there. They, they, they killed it. It was, it was just, it was impressive. Like, and you know, 
a lot of people will boast on the technical aspects of this film, which I think is is fair. But I got to say, man, the costuming and like the visual effects on here, like that ship that they or helicopter. I'm not sure what it is. That thing was gorgeous. Like, I just thought that was so freaking cool. Like there's so many like cool aspects to this in terms of the world building where you're just like, damn, that's cool. Like the look of it, the feel of it is just really, really dope. I really enjoyed that that part, along with the performances, man. Like, like I said, it's like a it's a tease, but it's a big tease. You know, <laughs> it's like it's it's a lot to give you, but it's so good. It's just some good stuff in there. Zach, what about you? Oh man, where do I where do I even start? I mean the the visuals. I mean you you go to IMAX and you see this movie and it, you're just blown away by what you're seeing. Like the, the way that they just do everything. It's like, and it's just this whole new world. And you're like, wow, you feel like I'm actually experiencing this for, you know, it, because it is the first time, like I'm experiencing this and it, I just can't get over the visuals they use. I mean, it was shot so beautifully. Yeah. Like I, the way that they shot that movie is phenomenal. Um, I love the music that they used, um, the acting itself was (laughs) amazing. Like overall, it's a beautiful film. Um, so as far as good things to say about it, like, yeah, like it's a visually satisfying film. Um, and I think that the acting done by Timothy Chalamet is really good. Um, I don't know too much about him as an actor, but I did really enjoy his performance in this. And overall, it was, it's visually, it's the most appealing thing to look at. The storytelling is phenomenal. Um, Like I said, even though I was half asleep, like (laughs) if you actually watch this movie fully awake, I guarantee you, you would enjoy it much more. Um, Honestly, I'm going to go back and rewatch it just because, I mean, it it was such a good movie and I, I was so upset that I, I was half awake for that first half of it. So I'm definitely going to go back and, and rewatch that movie. Um, but overall, yeah, it was, it was beautiful to look at. I, I gotta, I gotta ask one technical aspect uh, thing. So the sound design on this movie is brilliant. It's yes. really good. And yes. one of the, one of the things that stands out is what they refer to as the voice Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) That, that, that stuff is great. Like there's a a particular scene where um, Paul has to meet with the, uh, I'm not sure what she is, the, I guess a witch or or a true sayer or something like that. And she calls him with the voice and it like, I felt it in my gut. It was so like, terrifying it was beautiful Mm -hmm. beautiful especially in imax when the speakers are loud right um hans zimmer did a great job but like but like you just mentioned the sound design like when they're like caressing across the sand and all that oh my god you can just you can hear it it feels like you're actually there like like we we set like um the way i sit in imax is i like to sit on the not the top level like because you got the two subsections i like to sit on the front level because the screen is just covering your entire face mm. you can see everything and i love it so getting to see that is just you just feel so immersed in that you just feel so immersed in that world and it's it's great because like there's so many moments um like the voice is like I'm like, oh, how did he get from there? Oh, I'm like, oh, okay. There's <laughs> some kind of mind control thing. But when they use the voice, you can feel it in your chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you're at a rock concert. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, 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 they do it several times. And each time in the movie, I'm like, <laughs> like it's, so, it's so good. Like, it's like something you feel. And it's just like. And it, apparently it compels people and it's just such a strong uh, aspect of the film. I, I, yeah. I, dig, I dig the hell out of it. I love it. I do want to say one thing too is I don't know why, but the way I, I know it's based on the story and stuff, but I really like the portrayal in general of the house of Atreides. I thought that was badass. Like yeah. that, 
that is like a, a faction. Like I thought that was a really, really cool. I don't know. I, I loved it. I, I thought it was cool. Like this, this super futuristic military and like, right. I, I thought that was awesome. I loved the tech they use when they're fighting the shield that they have, yeah. because, you know, in so many of these movies, it's easy to just copy something and take it. And I mean, I know it's based on the book, but the way that they portrayed that in the shield, uh, I love that. I thought that was super cool. I thought it was super unique. I've never seen any story where they use that. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, I know it's it's based on the book, but I just thought that was super unique, super cool. And I liked that I didn't feel it still felt like it was its own world. And it's not like it's taking away from other things I've already seen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it definitely felt, felt very original. I get that. And it was just uh and the way they do it, like they have that scene between Paul and uh, uh, Josh Brolin. I can't remember his, na- his character's name, but uh, like where they, you know, um, I guess have a scrimmage match or whatever. And like you get to really see like the the full breadth of that shield and what it can do. And, I, and at the time I was thinking like, OK, this is a scene for for moving the story for it. But actually it's sort of a foreshadowing scene because then we have that battle on Arrakis and you get to yeah. see like exactly how that shield plays into the story and it's just some great stuff man it's just really great stuff uh one of one of my only complaints is i wish we got to see more of caladan the uh the planet that uh house of atreides is on it's like that that to me seems like a beautiful like a beautiful landscape and every scene that we're there i'm like this stuff is gorgeous the clouds yeah yeah oh my god it's just ridiculous and i'm like we go we spend like the the bulk of the film in in arrakis which is also you know i'm saying pretty nice but i mean caladan was just caladan was gorgeous (laughs) yeah yeah phoenix i agree with you like i feel like i'm already just so immersed in this world i wouldn't mind just seeing backstories of everything Mm -hmm. just like just like hell even just for caladan i want to see more of that world yeah yeah i would say as far as things i didn't like about this movie so my expectations as i said were different i was hoping for a little more action i felt like the battle scene was badass like i love that battle scene but i wanted more i didn't think it was enough (laughs) I, I, i wanted to see more like it was it was so cool to watch and it it was such a brief moment in that movie What's crazy um, is I, I think the battle scene lasts like about it's about a solid like 10, 15 minutes of, of the movie. And, and, and that it goes so it goes by so quick because right, like, right. It goes it goes so, like because like the, the walking and talking overpowers it. Yeah. So like when the action does hit, you're so invested in it and then it just ends. I'm like, shoot, that's it. But it, it really is 10, maybe 10, maybe 15 minutes. Right. And it's it's like it's a solid long scene, but it's it's smack dab in the middle of excessive dialogue here, excessive dialogue here. <laughs> like mm-hmm, it's yeah. like it's like it's like I said, it's a tease. It's just not it's not enough. It's it's brilliant. And that's part of the reason why, like, you want more of it, because it's like the battle scenes are crazy good. Like, they're really cool. And it's yeah. like. You know, that's all you get. <laughs> yeah. The other thing that I didn't like was this. I love this storytelling. Don't get me wrong. And yes, I was half awake. However, <laughs> the characters to me are a little forgettable. If you're not familiar with them, mm-hmm. I, I like even I, I heard you say Phoenix, like, I forget what character you're talking about. You're like, I forget his character's name. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I, I don't remember certain characters names because it goes by so quickly. I don't remember the villain's name. I wish they, I wish there were villain. Honestly, the motivation, once again, I haven't read the book, so I don't know, but the motivation to me behind the villain was kind of st- stupid. Like it was like, okay, the emperor wants him killed because he fears him. Go kill him. Like that was, that was it. You know, Oh, that it just wasn't a great plot point for the villain and he's super forgettable i don't remember his name 
which sucks because he looked an interesting villain. But oh, yeah. I just didn't, as far as the story of him and like the whole point of why he's trying to get rid of the House of Atreides, like I understand the Emperor wants him gone, but we don't even know who the Emperor is in the movie. Like, you know what I mean? So maybe it's just because I don't know the story, but I just felt like that was super forgettable. And I, I did not like that. You mm-hmm. you hit one of one of my key points uh, about this movie. Uh, it's not just that the char- some of the characters are forgettable. It's that the story itself is tied into what will come next, like like very much so tied into yeah. what will come next. And so because of that, the story feels incomplete. Like there's so much to cover in in this in this story and the way that villain has done it is like he did it with the other movie in mind and i guarantee you i guarantee you when that other movie comes out which i pray it does this one is going like they're going to be a brilliant connected mesh and it's all going to make a lot more sense i pray at least yeah but right now it's like yeah, there are there are elements that work and then there are elements that have that are kind of faded off and you're not exactly sure. And there's questions everywhere. And like I said, characters sort of come and go. So it's like, you know, it it, it leaves so much to be desired, because on one hand, you're like, there's so much of this world out there and you know it and you want it. And he's like, yeah, I'll give you little bits and pieces here and there. But that's all you get. <laughs> Some something that gets me is like, yeah, I'm gonna be really hyped and excited when the sequel does eventually come out. Something that I uh, something that an issue that I have that it's not even with the movie; it's more on an executive side. Whoever's decision it was to not film back to back, seriously. What, what what are you thinking, man? Come <laughs> on, and like it may be Denny's uh, choice, but Mike's Denny. Come on, dude. You you know how popular of a film this was gonna be. You know how great the bo- this box office would do what are you doing come on but now we're gonna have to wait like three almost four years for the sequel to come out yeah and that in in that sense is also a, almost exactly like star wars where it's like it's like yeah you know if you were there in 76 you know what i'm saying you were watching you were going back to the movies for three years checking out this movie or renting it or whatever just hungry for the sequel Mm-hmm. And we're going to be in that same situation uh, coming around with Doom because, I mean, who knows when they'll start production, how long yep. it'll take to shoot. Then there's post-production. It's just so much. I re- really am blown away that they did not decide to shoot these things back to back. It's just yeah. mind boggling. <laughs> uh, I mean, at least you said the sequel will be a lot more action than just talking. I'm like, good. Thank God. Yeah, but, I mean, um, I feel like they set up enough of the story that, you know, maybe you clear up a few details here and there. But, yeah, like there should be more action. I mean, and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm guessing it'll be around the same length. So, yeah, like crank that up. That's that's what I want. <laughs> yeah. See, now that I have like the now that I have like each character pictured in my head. I might end up just going through and listening to the audiobook of Dune from start to finish because I don't feel like waiting three years to see how the story wraps up. <laughs> it's just like, it's like with, I'll, I'll use anime for an example, Attack on Titan. They, they, they ended their first half of season four, which is the final season on a cliffhanger. And I'm like, yeah, D- well, Dune spoilers might not be that bad. Attack on Titan spoilers were all over the place. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to I'm going to read the rest of the manga. And I I caught up from where we left off to the end. And I'm like, all right, cool. Now I'm caught up. Nobody can spoil me. That's how I feel with Dune. I really do want to see how this wraps up in theaters. And I'm going to. But I feel like I'm going to end up just see just finishing it off from the book first. Right. Because how I how the the book may explain a lot more than the movie does, anyways. Very true. Also, I will say, like the way that they left that movie off, 
Like, I know people are like, oh, it's part one. There's going to be a part two. And I'm at the end of that movie, I think it's Zendaya who goes, this is only the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like her character. And I'm like, so to me, I don't even think it's another movie. I think it's another two, two, three movies or so. Like, because there's just so much, it seems, that they can really get into. I love that. I love that you mentioned that, Zach. Um, I'm going to say something that no one probably wants to hear outside of this conversation. But uh, I, oh God, I, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but I want the Dune cinematic universe. I do. <laughs> I, I, want, I agree. I, I, I so want it. And like, here's the, here's the truth. Like, yeah, it could be a part two with Denny Villeneuve as the director. And I'm Denny Villeneuve. Yeah, Villeneuve as the director. And I'm super excited for that. But if they continue this, this, you know, story, I would love to see other directors uh, take on this story. I'd love to see what Dune could look like under Christopher Nolan, under uh, Bong Joon-ho or under, you know, Kathy Yan, or you know what I'm saying? Like, I would love to, or Ryan Johnson, I would love to see what, what other people could do with this oh my story. God. That would just be Dude, amazing. You bring up an amazing point. I would love to see Ryan Johnson direct a Dune sequel. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> oh my God, that would be amazing. <laughs> be incredible. That would, like, truly, like, it'd be amazing. And I just, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, and there's a bunch of other people I left out. Alfonso Cuaron, I would love to see his version of this. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'd love to see a Jordan Peele Dune movie. Like, I think that would be insane. So, like, for me, I'm just like, I would love to see what, you know what I'm saying? This could be a director's dream right here just to play in this universe and, and mm-hmm. see what they could come up with and create. But that's 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 me personally. I I, I think you're right. We're going to see two, three more films, and I, I want to see at least eight, nine. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to do like mini series too. Like, I just feel like this is some, this is, a, this is one of those movies you can actually do that with and get away with it. I mean, when you're talking about a movie set in 8,000 years from now, <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like there's some stories there. Some, something happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So, I think we pretty much covered a lot of the things that we were uh, fans of and, and and not so fans of. So like anything in, in particular, anything else standing out for you guys that were good, bad? What were you thinking? Not enough Zendaya based on the trailers. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, they, they like I mean, they set her up to be like a main build actress in this film. And she was in it for all like five minutes. I think she I think she was sprinkled in enough for a story. Uh, you know, me personally, I want to see Zendaya as much as, as possible. <laughs> I, I get that. But like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think I think her character was sprinkled in enough for the story. Um, I just feel like they overdid the visions and it's basically her doing the same thing over and over. Like, yeah, for the most part. And then like her character character really comes in the light in like the last 10 minutes <laughs> of the movie. Oh, yeah, although the visuals for the visions, I loved. Yeah, yeah. The visuals were off the charts. The visuals yeah. in this movie. I mean, all the way through. Um, yeah. Like that sword that they give it, what is it? Uh, Christ knife or whatever yeah. they call it? Chris knife? Chris that, knife, yeah. That thing looks gorgeous. I love that visual of uh, of the mom in the wall with uh, the writing on her face and all of that stuff. That looks sick. Um, yeah, it's just like, like you mentioned the emperor. Well, not the emperor, the the leader of the Harkonnen, which we didn't even touch on the Harkonnen. Talk about some bad. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, man, these guys, these guys were scary. Like, like they were really scary. They were, they were dangerous cats. I, I dug it. They were. I loved when the, um, I guess the leader, his, the father of Paul, I don't see, I don't remember the name, but, mm-hmm. uh, when he, when he breathed poison on, um, see like I, the, 
the the main villain. Yeah, right. I, you know that was a, a super cool scene. I love that. Yeah, that was a great. It was great stuff. It was a lot of good. Yeah. Stuff. Like in terms of visuals, I mean, you'll be hard pressed to find a movie. Yeah. I think this year that's going to to top the visuals in this movie. And not just I'm like not just talking like you know effects, but just you know shots themselves are are just ridiculously good it's mm-hmm. like yeah the landscape like, shots of of the desert oh, oh my gosh <laughs> yeah again just like ridiculous and like arrakis arrakis is a gorgeous planet like yeah it's mostly desert but man and that talk about the production design team is gonna gonna be seeing a lot of love this year i mean that safe hold or stronghold or whatever they built for uh house of treaties oh man like it, it was like its own city it was it was ridiculous it was it was gorgeous so like again it's just like stuff like that when it comes to the technical aspects this this movie is top tier it's ridiculously top tier exactly i do want to touch on one other aspect of the film that uh that I don't think we we brought up. Um, there's a religious component to to Doom that I think they touch on and they don't really. I mean, they, there's glimpses and flashes of it yes. throughout. Um, I want to know what y'all thoughts were on that? Super confused. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. I, the voice was cool. Voice was cool, but I didn't understand what exactly they're prepping him for what like i what (laughs) he's like are you taught him the way and it's like what what are you (laughs) like what what is she teaching him and yeah so many questions on that religious aspect you're like why okay why does it matter if like and i don't even understand what her witch was called like i don't remember the like it was just like in the Oh, you're cutting out such a weird plot point because in that book. So I, yeah, that was, that was really weird to me. I didn't understand it that well. Brandon, what about you? I'll have to grow Zach. The, him being the one just, it, it just feels like, Oh, I mean, yeah, it's just like, just another chosen one trope, but like they don't really expand on that too much as to being like, how is he the chosen one? Why is he the chosen one? And how is he able to just like adapt these powers? You know, it's like I I, I guess that's the term for it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was uh I was a little I wouldn't say confused. I was definitely intrigued by it. Um, but it did feel strangely out of place. <laughs> that that that's where I was at with it. It was like it's like there there's like a lot of political things going on here there's there's elements of war there's elements of you know say interplanetary galactic space travel like all of this stuff is is going on and i was just like then there's this weird story about some savior and i'm like do we need that <laughs> like, like it was i mean i think eventually it'll come out and it'll come around and it'll make a lot more sense mm-hmm. but Right now, it was just it felt oddly, oddly placed in this story, which seems so much more uh, refined in those other areas. Honestly, I love a backstory about how his mother got into that religion. Like, right. I, like I, that doesn't I didn't understand at all. And then when she's talking to the husband and they're going back and forth on it, it's like, OK, why is it such a big deal to him? Why does he care? Like, I, I just wish there was more there for that. Yeah, there there needed to be more. And um, you know, that that's what I mean by the story. The story wasn't fully fleshed out. There were there were elements, it, it just it was both extremely long and extremely short <laughs> at the same time. It was like it's like it's a lot of great elements that we dive into, and then so many other elements that we just introduce and never bring up again. So it was just it was a weird combination of both. Uh, so, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap it up and 
Final thoughts on Dune and your rating, Brandon. What are you What are you giving it? I I think I'm gonna have to stick with just a four. Um, I think that is a fair rating for this. I think just overall, it was a great film. So like, yeah, there's a lot that needs to get explained and expanded, which we'll get in the sequel. The film that we got, I was fine with. Like, yeah, there's some things that bring brought my enjoyment down. But I think a four out of five is a is a good point for it. Because just like even the cinematography, the um, the score, the acting is what brings it up for sure. So definitely a four out of five. All right, Zach, where, where are you going? So, yeah, here's the thing. Visuals are great. The acting's great. Score is great. Was it enough to carry it to that four out of five stars for me? I'd have to say no. It's not. It's not enough. I'm like, like you said, it's a long movie, but it's also a short movie. And there's a lot of plot holes in that movie. And I love storytelling. And the parts we got were great. However, there was just so much missing I needed to understand. There, there's just so much missing I needed to understand. So for me, I would give this a 3.5 out of five stars. Like I just needed more from it. I I was expecting more from it. I still think it's a great movie, but those plot holes and, and the not understanding some of that storytelling, you know, that really, I just wish that they did more with that because it's a beautiful movie to watch. I remember last week, me and uh, me and Brandon, we were talking about Halloween Kills and uh, said that the ending is the, the reason for that, that movie being as low as it is for me. Um, but that if in Halloween ends, that ending is changed or we find out later like it was uh, there's a new scene or something like that it's gonna bump my score up i'm in that same mindset here where it's like i feel once we get the second part of dune a lot of things will clear up and this movie will inevitably go up in my opinion so but right now as it stands i i gotta go i gotta agree with zach it's a three and a half out of four out of five um is a solid movie. You can't, you cannot argue against that. It's a solid movie. It's just in terms of story, there's just so much missing. Like, and it's just like, even if you were doing a saga, you were doing a two-parter, whatever you were doing, this as as your as a film, as a standalone film, is just incomplete. So Yeah, it's it's gorgeous. Yes, it has some tremendous performances. Yes, the visuals are insane. Yes, uh, the technical aspects reign, but the story itself is just missing so much that as a standalone movie, I can't it can't really exceed three and a half out of five for me. But uh, yeah, so that's where we're at with Dune three and a half, uh, three and a half out of five for me and Zach Four for Brandon. Uh, let us know what you think, uh, what you thought of Dune. If you haven't seen it, please check it out. Like we said, in the biggest screen you can find, it's insane. It's so good. Um, and let us know your thoughts at tw- on Twitter at Film Code Pod. And uh, we are going to move on to what's what's good, what's good, what's good. Gentlemen, what has been good for you this week, Zach? What have you seen or have seen a while ago that you uh, would recommend? Um, okay. Actually, I'll kick it over to Brandon for this real quick while I, uh, while I think of one. My bad. Well, uh, luckily, I came prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I finally got around to watching uh, Deb Patel in The Green Knight. Uh, I was thoroughly invested with this film. It, it was a slow burner, but the film moved along. Um, I was invested in it, so I really enjoyed it. I think the journey that he goes on is pretty good. I think, um, like, just a tiny little bit of spoilers for him trying to go find the Green Knight. I feel like, like, oh, our friendly little banter. I feel like the journey along the way is more torture than him actually finally meeting his end at to the Green Knight. So 
I really enjoyed the film. I gave it a three and a half out of five. Um, I thought it was enjoyable. It's not the best of things, but it was enjoyable. So yeah, overall, uh, my what's good for this week is the Green Knight. Okay, now now I'm ready. So for my what's good, uh, I'm actually going to say it's a it's an older movie, but I love this movie. Uh, it's called The Labyrinth. Mm. Uh, overall, it has David Bowie as one of the main characters. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a classic. I love that movie. I grew up watching that movie with my mother. I think it's a great story. Uh, overall, it, it's a fun story. Uh, that actually is a musical. There is some musical aspects to that. And I normally do not like musicals. However, The Labyrinth is a fun watch. I highly recommend watching it. All right. I was uh, prepared to make my what's good this week be John Wick as I've seen it for the first time ever. But as it would so happen this morning i woke up at seven and decided to watch something on apple tv plus uh apparently the 2017 musical come from away was filmed and they put it out in the same sort of breath that they did hamilton uh the stage played basically as a movie it was amazing (laughs) Uh, you guys know how big i am on musicals Come From Away was incredible. I mean, incredible. It's a touching story about the planes that had to land on 9-11 and where they landed and the people that they met and then their their journey back. And it was just, it's so transformative of a play. And one of my big things about uh, musicals is I love seeing older people in musicals because it's, it seems like such a young man's game. And this is all older people. And I mean, they kill it. I mean, they kill it. It's one of the, it's so good. So for me, come from away on Apple TV plus, if you have Apple TV plus, please check it out. It's an amazing show. Can't stress it enough. It's an amazing show. So come from away, the labyrinth and the green Knight. You heard it here from film code. Please check those films out. Let us know what you think. Once again, find us on Twitter at film code pod. And it is that time. You are now listening to Film Code. Start program. Yes, it is time for Film Code, ladies and gentlemen. These men have had their code word for at least two weeks now, I hope. <laughs> and it was my code word this week. And your code word was history. Your clues were a film between, uh, what was it, 2010 and 2015? All right. Stars a MCU actor and DCEU actress, respectively. And what was the final clue? Oh, your writer has a film coming out in 2022. All right, Brandon, you are currently still holding the lead or you're tied with the lead with me and Nathan. So Zach, with one point on the board, you lead us off. What is your guess for the film code this week? Okay, so I misread it at first and I reread it again this morning and I'm like, God, I hope I'm right. So I don't know anymore. Because mm-hmm. I thought it was the Marvel and DCEU, but I thought it was the same actor. Right. So, but maybe, maybe it's right still because there is a DCEU actress in this movie. I don't think it's right, but I'm going to try because a lot of stuff matches up. So I'm going to say this is Thor The Dark World. The reason I'm going to say Thor The Dark World is Natalie Portman is in V for Vendetta, which is part of DCEU. Mm. Um, The movie itself came out in 2013, which lines up perfectly. Um, Of course, there's several MCU actors in it. Um, And the writer, uh, one of them, who is Christopher Yost, has a story coming up, our movie coming up uh, in 2022, which is Secret Headquarters. Mm. So that's why I said Thor The Dark World. All right. All right, Brandon, you lead us off. Can you take the lead from me and Nathan entirely? What is your what is your probably, uh, guess? Pr- probably not. I went with the film Lincoln from uh, 2012. It matches up because it's history. Um, 
MCU actor is James Spader. Um, and I believe she's a DCU actress. I could be wrong. Sally Field. I think she plays Martha uh, Kent mm-hmm. in Man of Steel. Um, so I went with Lincoln. I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. So, uh, yeah, just tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. And our, and our 22 uh, and a film he has coming uh, and the writer Tony Kushner has coming out in 2022 is The Fablemans. All righty. Uh, you do not. <laughs> I was wrong. You do not want to know how close you were. You have no idea how close you were. Your year is 2012. Yes. <laughs> your MCU actor is Anthony Mackie. And your DCEU actress is Mary Elizabeth, who was in Birds of Prey. Your writer, who has a film coming out in 2022, is Simon Kinberg, who is doing uh, the movie that I'm really excited for, which is the 355. Your movie is Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. (laughs) So very close. Damn it. No idea. So very close. Yes. Uh, it is still October, so, you know, horror movies are in the air. I was hoping that these guys would attach onto that history. Obviously, Abraham Lincoln is a historical figure. <laughs> the dark villains are horror, right? Yeah. They, uh, maybe I should have threw in the bonus clue of horror, but yeah, that was uh, your code word this week. Oh, uh, Brandon, man, I can't tell you like, that. That makes me so bad. You, you were right there. Bro. You were right there. Oh, close. Come on. <laughs> that was brilliant. Like, good guess, man. Good guesses all around. Uh, I'm going to put this code word out later. I want to see if anybody else comes close to it. Uh, but uh, great job, guys. That was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> all right. So we are going to get on up out of here, guys. Uh, Brandon, let everybody know where they can find you, sir. You guys can find my loser ass at F-A-N-T-A-S-M-I-C ears on Twitter and Letterboxd. It's fantastic ears. Um, check me out on Letterboxd. I've been just following along in Spooky Month, just trying to rewatch and just watch a lot of uh, horror movies and stuff. So check me out over there. It's fantastic ears. And thank you guys again for listening. And Zach, let you guys can know find me. I was just going to say, you guys can find me on Twitter at Zach Sneath. That is Z-A-C-H-S-N is in Nancy, E-A-T-H. And you can find me on Letterboxd at Z Sneaks. All right, guys. And you can find me on Twitter at I-M-H-O Reviews 1. That's the number one. And on Letterboxd under P.A. Cloudin. And as always, please follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Pod. We are in the middle of our 31 days of Halloween. So come on and Check us out. See what movies we're talking about. If you've seen them, let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts on all the horror movies that uh, we're talking about this month. All right. And we are out of here, guys. We will see you next week. Peace. Peace.